0: This is Adam Carriker on the ticket. Position right of the quarterback, out of the shotgun, first and 20, jailbreak screen in the air, it is tipped, it is intercepted by Carriker, at
1: the Missouri 21-yard
0: line. Live from the heart of Lincoln,
1: America, eight-year NFL bet, and All-American defensive lineman, Adam Carriker. Shotgun snap to average, he's got the left arm going, and now he's got a full of Adam Carriker, who rips him
0: down inside the 25-yard line. A 93.7, a
1: ticket, and a ticket FM.
0: Welcome everybody into Adam Carricker on the ticket on this fine Friday. Feels almost like a heat wave out there. It's like it feels like it's eighty. It's not, but it's like a heat wave compared to what we have had. Hope everyone has had a great week so far. Heading into what is hopefully a phenomenal weekend as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen. As always, we have a loaded show for you before we dive into that we want to give a shout out all right to our sponsors all right show them some love ge landscape supply has pavers and boulders great accents for any backyard landscaping project they sell to homeowners and contractors near or far and they deliver anywhere all right stop by it's 6701 corner Square highway check out G-E-Landscapesupply.com or call 402-467-1627. Alright, as always, got a great show, got a lot of stuff to talk about. Now, it's interesting with J.J. McCarthy right, deciding to go pro, right, entering the NFL draft this year. It's, it was interesting to me for multiple reasons. Now, Harbaugh, I think most people expect him Leave. It's not a done deal. Nobody knows for sure. But he is that I know of, he's interviewed for a couple of jobs. Okay. He is interviewed for the Chargers, the Falcons, okay. And so there's obvious interest on both sides out there. From him, obviously, we knew there'd be interest from in NFL teams for obvious reasons. The man who just won a national championship, he built up Michigan into a power. He's had success in the NFL before with the 49ers. They were god-awful then within a couple, three years. With not an entirely different roster, I might add. They were just a player or two away from winning the Super Bowl, beating his own brother in the Super Bowl. By the way, John Harbaugh won a Super Bowl championship. Jim Harbaugh won a national championship. Jack Harbaugh, if you didn't know, their dad won an FCS national championship, okay, and... Has won a bunch of other games as well. He actually came out of retirement to help Jim coach at Michigan. All right. So with with Jim probably being gone, nobody knows for sure. Maybe he comes back. I mean, my God, talk about first world problems here. And he he created these first world problems by having success in the NFL and creating options for himself. He created first world problems, you know, by having uber success in Michigan. So, you know, he has, whether you like him or not, whether you like the khakis or not, whether you like Coach Harbaugh or not, it doesn't really matter. The man has made his own first world problem, so there is no bad decision. There is no bad choice for him, right? And he's earned that right. So kudos to him. As not fun as that might be for some Husker fans out there to hear. But coming back to J.J. McCarthy, I was surprised that, I mean, you come back to Michigan, you're going to have a really good team. You look at this draft this year with the quarterbacks. It's one of the more loaded quarterback drafts I've seen in quite a while. Five legit guys ahead of him. He comes out, he declares early for the draft, and he might not go first round. He could have made a lot of money had he come back and played well and proved what he could do. Everyone can see his physical talents, abilities, skills. There's a reason he was a five-star coming out of high school. He hasn't had to do anything. He hasn't had to prove anything. Okay, no fault of his own. Great run game, great defense. Okay, cupcake schedule this year until about the last month or so of the season. But you've got guys like Caleb Williams, Drake May, who's not talked about enough, by the way. Jaden Daniels, Heisman Trophy winner. Michael Penix, who set the world on fire against Texas. Nobody played well against Michigan from a quarterback perspective. This year, Bo Nix, okay, who just completed his 489th college football season. Then you got J.J. McCarthy. He comes out as he's, he's projected to be the sixth quarterback taken. Now, by the way, if I'm an NFL team and I'm in the first round and I've got a to pick towards the top of the first round of the NFL draft and I need a quarterback, I could not be more excited about this particular year. So J.J. McCarthy, right, choosing to go to the NFL draft, I mean, he's just a hard guy to assess as we've chatted about here on this show and other shows that I do as well. The talent is there, the ability is there. Nobody questions any of that. It's how do you evaluate him based on what he's been asked or not even asked to do to this point, all right? When you look at Harbaugh, and I wish him nothing but the best, okay, and I'm, I'm actually, he's as intriguing a guy in this NFL draft as anybody to me. Where does he go? What do people think of him, all right? And then how does, you know, what happens once he gets to the NFL, because he's got that talent, ability, unproven, you know, to a point anyways, based on what he's been asked or not asked to do in his college career. And how does that all play out? He's going to be a very intriguing guy for me to watch personally going forward. All right, you look at Jim Harbaugh, as I mentioned, interviewed by the Chargers, uh, the Falcons that I know of, Mike Rabel, the former Titans coach, also interviewed by the Chargers. Okay, now best fits for Harbaugh. You know, personally, I don't know, the Chargers, if you're going to go to the NFL, it's not many NFL jobs that you're going to take. Usually NFL teams aren't very good. That's why they get rid of their coach. That's why they need a new coach, okay? So it's not very often you walk into a situation with a pretty good quarterback like Justin Herbert, okay, and you've got Austin Eckler running back. you got Keenan Allen, a wide receiver. You've got Bosa rushing the quarterback on the other side of the, the ball on defense. This is... A team that's been in the playoffs, not this year, but an awful lot lately. Like, that's a pretty good situation. That's, you know... I, was gonna, I almost said San Diego, California, is not a bad place to live, but they're not in San Diego anymore. So never mind. I don't think I'd ever want to live in L.A. San Diego would be a little more appealing if I was going to take an NFL job, so to speak. But the other job that actually I think is a little underrated, and with Dan Snyder no longer being the owner there, he just man, that guy wanted to win so bad. Every time I interacted with him, every time I was around him, he just, oh God, it's like his heart was going to beat out of his chest he wanted to win so bad. I got nothing but love, respect, and kind things to say about Mr. Snyder. Signed my paychecks for a few years, took care of me, and I appreciate that. The only thing I'll say is it's like he couldn't get out of his own way. He wanted to win so bad, he couldn't get out of his own way. So with a new owner there, you've got new opportunities, okay? So that makes that job a little bit more appealing, but you look at what they've got, with the commanders they are really lacking one major thing because they've got a solid D line. They've got a solid defense, good ground game. They got a receiver in Terry McLaren, four straight 1000 receiving yard seasons. Okay. They just went four and 13. So obviously not a lot of success this past year. Number two pick in the draft, but there's a lot of tools to build with. There's new opportunities there. And the biggest thing they need is a quarterback by far, by far, look at the guys you could get with the number two pick. Maybe Caleb Williams, maybe Drake May, Jaden Daniels. Okay, those three guys, all three of those guys could be franchise quarterbacks. Right? not saying Michael Penix can't because he obviously can. Bo Nix, JJ as well. There's six guys that are potential franchise quarterbacks in the NFL. There's three that I get particularly excited about personally. Caleb Williams, Drake May, the North Carolina quarterback, who because he played for North Carolina has flown under the radar, so to speak. And Jane Daniels, Heisman Trophy winner. You're going to get one of those three. So those are just my quick thoughts.
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
0: J.J. McCarthy, Jim Harbaugh, okay? You look at... It's crazy what's going on with... Alabama just looking at college football in general right now okay and I should mention I'm going to be bringing on Nebraska wrestling coach Mark Manning at 1230 I got a bunch of questions for him we got the people segment as we always do at the end of the show so as always call or text 402-464-5685 call or text 402-464-5685 some of your questions comments concerns thoughts otherwise do you agree with me on JJ do you disagree what about Jim Would you be happy if he stayed at Michigan? Would you be... Because it's better for college football. Do you want to see him get the hell out? Because, well, Michigan won't be as good without him, and that helps everybody else in the Big Ten. What are your thoughts? Let me know. Call or text 402-464-5685. All right. Alabama hires Caleb DeBoer. I don't... I don't know that there was a better hire that they could have made in the country that would have realistically come to them. I know Dan Lanning was talked about as potentially being a coach there. And he's staying at Oregon, obviously. I think DeBoer was about as big of a home run hire as they were going to get. He's won everywhere he's gone. The guy just wins. And I know some people are like, oh, man, is it Brian Kelly going from Notre Dame to LSU and the anti-cultural fit that that was slash is. Brian Kelly's a good football coach. If they had any sort of a defense last year... I mean, they they could have been a team in the conversation conversation for the CFP playoff. Now, he's obviously the coach of a team that doesn't have very good defense, so that's on him as well. But DeBoer, going to Alabama. I don't worry about the cultural fit so much as the guy who knows how to win football games because here's what I know. If you win football games, everybody's going to love you. And all of a sudden, you're the coolest guy on the block. And if you're the coolest guy on the block, but you ain't winning football games, all of a sudden you're the pariah on the outside looking in. It's less about fit and more about winning, and that's what he does. And here's why I bring this up. I mean, my goodness, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna count this. The amount of guys that have transferred out of Alabama just very recently. One, two, three, four, five, six. Twenty three. That's like Holy, that's like 11 on offense, 11 on defense. I haven't broken it down, offense and defense. And a sub. I mean, five-star quarterback, Julian Sane, transferring out. Five-star offensive tackle, Caden uh, Proctor, who started every game as a true freshman for them last year. All right, And I'm not going to read every name on this list. But basically, Alabama's transfer portal is going crazy. And they're losing what seems to be all of their athletes. It's crazy to me. Now, so these guys are kind of going everywhere. Some of them to Texas, Notre Dame, Pitt, Florida State, Texas, Louisville, Tulane, Tennessee, Florida State, Ohio State, Colorado, Syracuse, South Carolina, right? And a lot of the schools I already mentioned, along with Kentucky and Georgia, in there as well. So, man, I've never rooted for Alabama in my life. My dad just raised me not to like the Crimson Tide. I don't know. I mentioned before, Miami Hurricanes, Crimson Tide, New York Yankees. Those were the three, three teams my dad just raised me not to like. All right. I grew to not like Texas. That just happened. All right. Colorado. It's be a lot more effective if we beat them next year, but they're just that little brother. They won't go away. Iowa a new development, as we all know, but those were the three teams. Alabama, New York, okay, Miami Hurricanes. So when it comes to Alabama... I would love nothing more than to see them be a whole lot less successful. That would be awesome to me. But the boy's is a good coach. And this mass exodus is obviously reason for concern if you're a Crimson Tide fan or if you're just interested in a general sense as a college football fan. But I'm pretty sure Alabama is going to be fine. The way that they have recruited... And I know that's a lot of people leaving. Okay. But the way that they have recruited the coach that they're bringing in, the way that he's probably going to be able to recruit will probably not be the same as Nick Saban, who is the greatest college football recruiter of all time. But it's going to be pretty darn good. So I think Alabama's going to be fine. It's just, it's almost astounding when you think about the amount of guys that are leaving. Now, I will say this, okay, because a lot of these guys committed to play for what, in their opinion, is the greatest college football coach of all time in Nick Saban. And he retired, and so now they're looking elsewhere. The grass is always greener somewhere else, right? If I committed to play for the greatest college football coach of all time, in my opinion, if that was, was my outlook at Nick Saban, I, I still think it's Osborne. Biased, unobjective, whatever you'd like to call me, that's okay. Maybe I'll do a show on this topic someday. I did one years ago. Like I think 2014, so almost a decade ago, and I compared certain things at that point. Maybe I'll have to do one again about a decade later. But if I'm a guy who committed to play for Alabama, and that commit to Alabama believes that Saban was the best coach ever, and then that guy's gone, I can kind of understand. I think, I think it's a bit crazy that so many guys are going, but I can kind of understand how it might be a little surprising, frustrating, whatever the case may be. I just found that a little bit interesting. Now, when it comes to the NFL playoffs, all right, and I may have to give my breakdown and prediction after we talk with with Coach Manning of the wrestling team, Coach Mark Manning, who's going to join me here in about five minutes. But the playoffs, in large part, have not been very fun to watch. It's pretty much just blowouts. All right, Detroit and the and LA, the Rams. That was really the only good game. I was surprised how poorly the Eagles played. They were ten and one, with the best record in the NFL after eleven games, and they've lost six of their last seven games. And they just look. How do you? How do you? What happened? How do you go from looking that good, like potentially the best team in the NFL? Tia looked like you didn't even belong anywhere near the playoffs just seven games later. It's mind boggling to me because if you look at their roster, and I've said it here before, they may have the best overall roster. I'm curious what happened there. How did the drop off happen so quickly, rapidly, and so drastically? Tampa Bay is a decent team, but they shouldn't be beaten any other team in the playoffs, let alone the Eagles, by three scores. That was was—that was pretty surprising to me. Or two to three scores. So, we got the Texans and the Ravens coming up on Saturday. You got the Packers and the Niners coming up on Saturday. Sunday, you got Tampa Bay playing the Lions. Also, and this is the matchup of the weekend for me. This is... I've only gotten one of my NFL playoff picks wrong this weekend, and that was the Eagles and the Bucks. This is really the hardest game that I've had a hard time picking the entire NFL playoffs so far, and that is the Chiefs, and that is the Bills, and I've gone back and forth. All right? But you look at the Texans and the Ravens. You know what? We're going to save it for after the commercial break. So we're going to pay some bills. Okay. Go to commercial. Then we're going to come back. I'm going to chat with Mark Manning, Nebraska's wrestling coach. And we'll close out the show with a look ahead to the NFL games this weekend. My predictions. And are we going to have any actual close games? That's that's what I want to know. I mean, can we have more than one close game this weekend? That would be great. Hey, more playoff games isn't always better. Oh, maybe that's just maybe that's a shot across the bow. Some of my potential thoughts of how the 12-team college football playoff might look down the road. I'm excited for it, but three or four years from now, after we've had a bunch of blowouts, will our brains be programmed differently than they are right now, based on our current expectations? What's we've seen three to four years of an 11-seed Iowa State get blown out by a six-seed Ohio State—is it really going to be that exciting, man? I, I just—it's a whole other show I could go into, but. I know I opened that door. I will do that topic another day. We're going to pay some bills, chat with uh, Coach Mark Manning. Then we'll chat NFL playoffs. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back.